Oh, I start? Oh, hey, this is uh, this is a podcast. It's called Recovered AF. Uh, my name's Aaron, and I am a co-host. And Kyle now will give the non-disclaimer. The non-disclaimer? <laughs> or just the disclaimer? The, <laughs> the disclaimer. The non-affiliation disclaimer. There we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that was good. The non-disclaimer. Here's the non-disclaimer. Uh <laughs> we are not affiliated in any way at all with any 12-step organization. Um, those 12-step organizations don't have represent- representatives or spokespeople. Uh, we are just a couple of individuals talking about our own personal experience, and we have a guest today that is going to help us talk about her experience, and I'm going to let Erin introduce her. Thanks for letting me do the non-disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> so our guest today is probably could be described as pretty much kind of a big deal right i mean (laughs) like i don't know like people for people that know like mostly our our shows just listen to locally so everybody already knows where we're from that you're kind of a big deal but um so yeah vanessa's the vanessa the big deal is with (laughs) us today (laughs) what's up vanessa hello i'm less than a big deal i'm really actually not at all but thanks that was flattering yeah I don't think so. You're a mover and a shaker. You're a person that gets shit done. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. I'm a hustler. Yeah. But not a big deal. Okay. We've had a, we've like the thing, the thing that we're running into on this podcast is mm-hmm. because we were like, well, we want to get people like, you know, that are living uh, full lives because that's sort of what we want to represent. And that's sure. sort of what we've been given out of doing the deal. And so like, that's a good idea in theory, but in reality, those people are pretty fucking busy, and there sometimes can be hard to schedule, but your schedule seems to be the fullest, so congratulations. <laughs> it's all of my own making. Okay. And it's a bummer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I think we had reached out to you like two months ago, and it was like May 25th will yeah. work, and I was yeah, like, okay, sh- put it on the calendar. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, it, like, it was, yeah. Um, I tend to like do that. It's just like wham, wham, wham. Yep. That's good. That's like, nice. Well, she was like, I can see you in June of 2023. <laughs> How's that sound? Yeah. <laughs> but school's over, so now I have not the butt time. Yeah. So you busy. you just uh, you just got a a degree from a from a college. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah. yeah. What 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 did you get your degree in? Uh, what, I got my degree in history from a community college. Okay. <laughs> I, it was five-year community college. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, that was the thing. Yeah. Well, you know, no, the, those of us that know how where you came from, that's <laughs> <laughs> that's a big deal, well, Vanessa. Four times the charm. Yeah. Four times. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So it was good. <clears throat> so usually, where we end up starting these things is people's uh, first. Uh, what we found is like everybody has sort of a different experience. Some of us have had a. You know, exposure to the twelve steps, and and some of some people jumped into the work immediately and then got well. Some people had lots of different. Uh, you know, they'd come in, be exposed to the twelve step program, then they'd bounce out for a while. Um, some, you know, I don't know. Some people just hung around the rooms for a while and went to meetings and didn't get into the work. Like, what was your uh, first step, first experience with a twelve step program? Um, I well, it was like when I was nine. And I did. Okay. It's right here. Okay. <laughs> it's right here. 
no, so my dad's alcoholic. Oh, okay. Um, and he stopped drinking when I was nine. So he would go to like these meetings. And I just thought that you went to talk about your problems until I had some serious problems. So, uh, yeah, I went to a little clubhouse. Okay. And I just hung out for a little while. But that would also be my MO. Like, I would go, uh, I would do really ridiculous things, like pass out under a streetlight in the middle of October. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would go, I would, like, go to these 12-step programs because um, I felt, like, super ashamed. Uh-huh. And so, um, I don't know if I heard any solution, but what I did here is, like, people did those things, too, in those places. So, that's what I identified with. Like, I could go somewhere where I wasn't alone. Okay. Yeah. And was that early on in life were you like high school age or older than uh, that or no it was probably like around 22 okay. 23 24 25 like gotcha. that whole span of time like mm. i would just like go because like nobody knew me right and so and then i would just sit all quiet and hear these things and not feel so bad about myself so what was it for you that because uh, when i met you you were already doing the deal and um yeah heavily involved so what what along that point between just you know showing up when licking your wounds and feeling bad about yourself what from how did you get from there to being in the deal and having done the work like what what changed for you and what happened um well i god put an amazing woman in my life Uh, and i met her um and she um I have like a, a super. Uh, I have a super. I don't. Know, I don't want to say overbearing because I don't think that's the word. But it's just like I, like a very dominant um, attitude and just a presence in general. I think sometimes <laughs> for people who know me, and um, and so like she was like that, and so she um, did not take any of my nonsense, and so she was very much like. One time she told me to shut the fuck up. She's like, you know, Vanessa, sometimes you just need to shut the fuck up. And I was like, wow. <laughs> okay. And like that was like not all people need that, but like I heard that. Uh-huh. And so um, and then she went like I got to go into her home and I got to see how she interacted with her family and like what her home was like. And it was like, man, like I didn't I didn't know what that was. I didn't have that. So um, it was her that showed me hmm. how to like do the thing. And at that point. Did you, were the 12 steps like, hey, this is how you can get this life? Or no, was it, it more just like you were watching her live a, live a life and you were drawn to that? Well, I think it was both. And then she, because she was just that no nonsense, she was like, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So there was no choice. She didn't say like, if you want to, no, like this is what we're going to do. Right. Like if this is what you want, then this, these are the things that we have to do. And like I felt like I was so... um I was so desperate to be a part of something Mm -hmm. and to not feel like I was feeling anymore. I was just like, okay. Yeah. And I was with her a lot. I was with her. She took me lots of places. Wow. That's cool. Yeah. Um, The thing that I know about you today is you're super involved in our, in the service structure of the 12 step groups. Um, Like, how many <laughs> how many service commitments do you have right now? Just out of curiosity, like at the two. Just two? Yeah, I have one in my home group and then another. At a at a conference? Yeah. So 
I think of the thing why I said that Vanessa is kind of a big deal is because there's a, a conference that we attend every year and I'm not going to say it by name because of the, um, non-disclaimer, <laughs> non-disclaimer, the non-affiliation, <laughs> non-disclaimer, <laughs> but, um, you're the, uh, chairperson for that conference this year, right? Yeah. How many people, how many people usually attend that conference just out of curiosity? I'm just. Um, last year it was 485, Holy so this balls. year we're trying to get 500. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah. So what's it like undertaking a, um, I'm just curious, and so let me back up this thing for a second. We found that a lot of people that listen to our podcast aren't in recovery, sure. oddly enough, I don't know. And um, so when I talk about service and service commitments, I suppose, um, you know, our fellowships have a... Uh, a, a triangle that represents them one for each branch and, and one is recovery and that's um that's the 12 steps and one is unity and that's i don't know the guidelines that i'm always talking about that sort of oversee our fellowship and protect it from itself and then there's our service structure and just like anything else that's out in the world like um you know like in order for the fellowship to c- continue and to be maintained it takes people behind the scenes you know doing work in the in the least organized way as possible is that is that accurate does that sound right Mm -hmm. i mean i'm trying to explain something to the service guru no not to you but (laughs) (laughs) um and so like part of that is having conventions and conferences and stuff like this and this one that vanessa is is the chairperson for this year was started 20 some odd years ago my handful of people in the Rocky Mountain region. Is that right? Totally. Yeah. yeah. And so um, I'm just curious, like, what what does all that entail, like overseeing something that 500 people are going to attend in a mountain community? Like, how, how much of your time goes to that? Um, well, th- I have, I've gotten to choose, like, a pretty beautiful committee okay. um, who I get to it's kind of delegated out and it's like, actually it's a really well like oiled machine. I mean, I don't have to do much with the contract. Um, we had to drop some rooms yesterday. So we did that. Um, it's more like the logistics. So trying to get people where they need to be calling speakers, making contact with them, um, still maintaining, maintaining like a positive relationship with our facility that we're going to be at. Um, like, like verifying, so following up and verifying that other people are doing what they're supposed to do. Um, so it's like a lot of building personal relationships mm-hmm. is what it is. So I think that's why it's kind of exhausting because people can be exhausting. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and people have questions and like all of this other stuff. So it's just been a lot of that, like sending out a lot of emails, making sure that I have an agenda, making sure that everybody knows when our meetings are going to be every single month, just things like that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know how much time. I just kind of do it and not think about it and ask for help when I need to. Where did you get, um, like, how did you find your place in in the service part? You know what I mean? Because, like, for me, like, I have a service position at my home group, but that's pretty much where I cap out because I just spend, it could be an excuse, I spend a lot of time doing some, doing just 12-step work. And so... But there's, you know, like, there's people, God, I don't know how to say that. Like, how did you end up finding your, like, I don't know if it's a, if it's a passion or if you just feel it's a sense of duty or how did you end up getting so involved in service? Because that's, 
you and I don't know each other that well, but that's what I know about you is, you know, I went to a conference and you spoke at, at this conference about the service structure and stuff up in Cheyenne. And, um, yeah. Like, uh, um, do, do you, let me ask you though, do you do, is it a lot of 12 step work with others? Yes. That's what I primarily yeah. like I'm four days a week. I'm meeting one-on-one with Jeez, another alcoholic. Awesome. So I do a, I do a lot of that, and then yeah. I try to find time to participate yeah, in, in our actual service structure, but that's yeah. where I end up doing a lot of... Well, I was just, like, uh, in the very beginning, like, that's what I was told I was going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that just gives me a lot of joy, yeah. and it's not negating 12-step work with others, right. um, because I lack in that. Mm-hmm. Like, I have none right now, mm-hmm. none. And it's been like that for about a, mm, two years, mm-hmm. and so I'm always envious of people that are like, oh... I'm working because I know a woman who's like that. That's all she does is works with others. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. Like nine people at a time. Wow. Like her, most of, and she's retired. So like most of her stuff goes to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like it's just, I know, I know how to do it. Yeah. And I feel like um, it's the one thing that really held me accountable mm-hmm. to show up when I say I'm going to show up and to be there no matter what, even if I don't want to be there. Um, and, and my my first sponsor's husband told me that um, unless I died, there was, should be no reason that I wasn't where I was supposed to be. Wow. And so it was like, oh, okay. Um, and so just that's how I was born. Yeah. I was born into doing that. And so I like doing that. Yeah. Like, that's my jam. Um, not that I don't like working with others because I absolutely do. I just I, I feel like I lack confidence in that area because mm. I just don't want to mess anybody up. <laughs> yeah. And so that's always in like the back of my head is like these people are your responsibility. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that stems from my ego. Mm. It's like it's really not like my job is to like share my experience and that's all I've, I can give. Right. Um, but yeah, just being in the service structure is my jam. Like assemblies when I don't have like I love it. I love it. I go and just hang out. That's and cool. learn. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like our mutual friend, he was my sponsor for a while. Okay. And, um, he, like when I asked him, he was like, okay, here's the deal. Yes. This is how it's going to be. You need to get a service position, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And like, he kind of gave me a checklist. And at that point I was like, okay, I got to do more than what I'm doing. Sure. But, um, I was just curious if it was, it sounds like, yeah, your sponsor kind of did similar thing. Yeah. I was like, no, this is what you're going to do. Yeah. She yeah. was like, um, how are you at, the first thing I ever remember her saying to me is like, how are you at making gift baskets? <laughs> and so, because we were having a conference, right. um, in, in our hometown. And so I was like, okay, like, I guess that's what I'll do. Right. And then she made me sit at the registration table with her the entire time. Like I wasn't allowed to go anywhere else and so it was just like man and it was the first time that like um I got to have a thankless job and I got to work hard like I got to help somebody else besides myself Mm -hmm. and so that's like that's like my jam Mm -hmm. is to like helping others besides myself right um so yeah that's awesome I like it I was going to ask you about because you, the stuff that you just described as far as what you have to do as being the chairperson of that um, conference um, seems like uh, skills that have to be done by a person that's organized and has got their shit together and all of those things and like I, <laughs> I decided that probably when you got here your nickname was messy Nessie (laughs) (laughs) it may not have been but I've decided that's what it was but I mean you know you you know the kind of gal that passes out underneath the streetlight in October um and is you know a wreck when they get here isn't somebody that has those skills that you're talking about like is that how they developed or was it just you know learning how to be an adult for the first time in your life or like I mean I 
like one of the coolest things that, that about this is that we get to go from the people that are just fucking terrible at life or, you know, they just can't get our shit together to the kind of people that are running, you know, or, or not running, but in charge of or overseeing and all of these things that go into the large conference like this. Yeah. I mean, I think it was a huge factor, but it was a lot of making mistakes, too. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. there have been times where like I will call like I've called my sponsor and been like, I don't want to. Yeah. Like bad, bad idea. <laughs> that was a bad idea. Yeah. Like you don't do you don't call them and say that. Yeah. Cause, like, <laughs> and the, my first sponsor I ever had was like, and I care. Like, <laughs> I care. Like you show up when you're supposed to show up because my word is the only thing that I had yeah. when I got here. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only thing that I have. And then that's reinforced by my actions. So when I say I'm going to show up, then I show up. Yeah. Um, so we you used to live you used to live where we live, you used to live up in Shaitaki with us. I did. Yeah. And then uh like what happens a lot of times I've noticed is like people get well and then they leave. <laughs> mm. Like I don't have to <laughs> I don't have to be here anymore in this godforsaken place. And so like you did that. How long ago was that that you just decided Almost to get the fuck? Ago. It's Five been six years. Yeah. That's crazy. And we, I would totally go back to Cheyenne. What's that? I would totally go back. You would? Yeah. Why? Um, because there was no need for me to be as judgmental as I was. There was absolutely no need for that. And I found that um, where I used to be just this elitist that was like, I knew our literature and I knew the way that things were supposed to be. And I wasn't afraid to tell you how you were doing it wrong. And how you needed to be, um, and they loved me anyway. Like those people loved me anyway. And it seems to me that today, there are those pockets of enthusiasm, and it makes me miss it because I feel like I missed out on a lot being like that. Mm. Um, and while it was kind of detrimental to be like that and very off-putting, it taught me a lot about um, that I don't know the only way to do something. In that um, everybody has their own way, and like that's okay, mm-hmm. like that's okay. Um, I've had friends who have gone back out, or I've had friends who are just like, "Hey, I don't think I'm this, or mm. I'm going to try this, or I'm not going to try this," and like it all worked out for them. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. I I still have friends who are in our little town, and like they're killing it. Yeah, they're absolutely killing it. We've talked about that. Like that's that's one experience that we've shared that Kyle and I have shared that Ryan was on the podcast mm-hmm. and he shared having we all, we've all had that same experience about being that elitist and yeah. you know having our literature memorized and thinking that that was something and like um, you know for two of us we ended up out you know for Ryan and I and yeah. you know uh, I haven't I just haven't seen that work out well for anybody. You know, that's mm-hmm. just, I don't know. I haven't seen that work out well for anybody. The elite? The elitist? Yeah. I mean, I think, um, I think you might be right. I don't know. I, I don't know if it doesn't work out. It worked out for me because I moved. And so because I moved, like, I could, I would have died if I continued to be that way. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I couldn't be that way here. Um, one, I knew one person. And, um, like, I couldn't just hang out with Orion the whole time. Like, I couldn't do that, and don't, and I wanted to. Right. Like, I wanted to. And, like, there was some, like, weird dependency there that it was just like, ah, like, I need you to be here. Um, and so I think that just my experience with that is, like, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stay in that little box or else I was going to die. Yeah. Um, 
and I have even friends today who um, we share a common solution. We share a common solution. Our literature is we're huge in that, and um, and still to this day, like even being right sized. I had a conversation a few years ago with um, at breakfast at an assembly I was at, and um, we were kind of talking about like these two guys and I were like how people call the 10 step the 11 step and oh that's fucking <laughs> crazy like it fucking says explicitly in there and like why would you like at least they're trying something yeah. mm-hmm. and a friend of mine said that like Vanessa at least they're trying something and it was like totally right size like yeah. absolutely they are totally doing that yeah I ended up getting when uh when our mutual friend moved I ended up getting a a, a sponsor who uh I always joke he's a spiritual ninja but I was at this point too, where I was about to just kind of say "fuck it" and walk away, sure. and and just be like, "I can't do this." Like yeah. uh, everybody's doing it wrong. And um, what I what I realized is I don't really know what's right. And yeah. I used to l- live in this place where, and I've been talking about this a lot recently. I think on this where it's like if my experience doesn't match your experience, one of us is doing it incorrectly, totally. and it's probably you because like yeah. I think I'm doing it right yeah, and. Absolutely. And that drove me insane, you know, in almost two years sober, I was yeah. insane again. And um, my my sponsor and I have done a lot of work. And I find that even today, like, sometimes I still, like, just go on this thing where I'm like, I don't really know. <laughs> like, I don't know. Right. I don't know. And I love not knowing. And yeah. it's okay to, to not know and to not understand and to be... Like, they're doing it differently, and yeah. maybe that's exactly what they need to do. Like, I just feel like I have much more tolerance totally. coming out the other side of that. And I think that even, um, like, what our 12-step program, the 12-step program I'm heavily involved in, like, what it is is just an, an exchange mm-hmm. of old ideas for new ideas, right? And this constant level of surrender. Yeah. This constant level of surrender. And, um, hmm. like, what I'm starting to find is that, like, my old, the old ideas that I had are not working. Mm. So an example of that would be um, an old idea as I have is like that feelings. Like, I don't care about your feelings, Kyle. Like, tell me about what's really going on. Like your feelings are meaningless to me, but like what's coming to me lately is like, are they though? Right. Like, are they? Yeah. Like, cause those feelings, at least the changes that I've had in like the last, I don't know, since December, like have been like this huge upheaval. Cause I've had, I've like, had this surgery and um like i've had to change like my whole life Mm -hmm. like my whole entire life which i've had deeply seated beliefs in the way that i've been and um like i've had like lots of these feelings and it's like i don't think that those that like they matter Mm -hmm. like those totally matter yeah so the whole like your feelings don't matter like i don't think i believe that anymore yeah and that's been weird for me yeah that's huge though Cause like I do the same thing yeah. and like, I remember you telling me this one time Marty where, uh, I was doing a 10 step and it was about someone else, of course. And, and Aaron was like, yeah, but it, it's perceived real to them. So even if though it's a feeling and it's not the truth, it's perceived as yeah. reality. And that's like, I remember just being like, oh yeah, like my old what I feel can be the truth. Totally. <laughs> you know, like it, it feels yeah. real. So and to it's have like somebody tell you like, d- you need to get it together. Cause that's like the first thing that like I'll go to. I will tell you that <laughs> I will tell myself <laughs> that I will tell my cats that like mm-hmm. you need to get it together. Cause this is ridiculous. Like, but is it right? Like, cause if you're feeling all of these things, like, and you're having in that reaction to them, like 
I'm not saying we're going to sit and dwell in those things, but just like a simple acknowledgement, like, uh, okay, like I hear you. Yeah. Or like, you know, I'm really sorry that you had a bad day. Mm-hmm. Last Friday for me was fucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it was terrible Friday. It was a ter- It was one of the worst days I've had in a really long time. And I was crying. Like I talked to my mom. Like I was crying. And I'm more of a car crier like, <laughs> than to cry in front of people. Cause like, ah, like there's just like this weird belief of like vulnerability. Like I'm not into it. Like mm-hmm. I'm not into it at all. And so I will put on this facade that I'm like this tough broad. And I'm really not. Mm-hmm. Like, and especially when you know me really well, like you know that I'm not. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then I was on the phone with my sponsor and I was talking to her about like all of this stuff, which I should have been doing 10 steps the entire week. Mm-hmm. But no, because that's ridiculous. Why would I call somebody to talk about the same thing? Because I call her every fucking day talking about the same <laughs> goddamn thing. Um, and all she said to me is like, hey, Vanessa, I'm really sorry that you had a bad day. Mm-hmm. And it was like, okay. <laughs> that's all. That's all right. it was. It was like, okay. Yeah. And like, she didn't say like, what you did was okay. Like, Vanessa, I'm really sorry that you had a bad day. Yeah. And that was it. Wow. We were talking about letting go of old ideas and thinking, like thinking, thinking I know, right? I've got this, um, I, I know what the truth is and sure. I've experienced it and I've had this experience. And then we're, Kyle was at my home group, uh, I don't know, a couple months ago and uh, I, I had to pick a topic. And so the topic was how it works. We don't, we don't read that before our meeting. And so um, I read it and I was like, look, there's a whole fucking chapter titled How It Works. It says clearly in fucking black and white. And I was like, blah, 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 go around the room. I picked Kyle last, and Kyle's like, I don't know, man. I don't know how it works. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck, man? That's so funny. Everyone was looking at me, but I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I watch other people do stuff that I'm not doing, and totally. it works for them. I don't understand, but like, it works. So yeah. I don't know if it's service commitments. I don't know if it's meeting attendance i don't know if it's a combination of everything i was like and i was like and i could tell he was just like shut the fuck up and i was like i just i don't know though like i used to think i knew exactly what it was and you need to do it the way i'm saying because it'll work for you too and now i'm like fuck man it i got nothing (laughs) like no and i think that's so valid i do i was reading um i was doing a meditation a few months ago and um And because uh, I'm not perfect, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I would love to sit here and tell you, like, I'm this guy at my home group, but I meditate twice a day and I sponsor tons of people and I am like of service. And that's not my experience. Like, my experience with God is like, it's like a rubber band, right? Like, sometimes it's like way out here and sometimes it's like super little. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like, that's just the way it's been for me. And so I was doing this meditation and um, it's been suggested to me that I do these like gratitude lists, but like, why would I do that? Cause that's not in our literature. And like, <laughs> like <laughs> we don't, that's like, we don't do that. Like, but really mm-hmm. like, do we? Um, and so then, so I was reading there and like at the last part of this paragraph, all I, it, it has this like, I, and I can't even tell you the word, but, and all I put next to it was like changing old ideas for new ideas. Mm-hmm. So it was like something like suggestions. Like it has been suggested that we do these things. Mm-hmm. And then I just, put it like this little note, like changing old ideas for new ideas. So like hmm. perhaps a gratitude list is like the necessary. And Aaron, your, your cousin does them somewhat regularly, right? And yeah. she, she's had very good experience with them. Yeah. I remember one time it was probably when you were still phasing out of the old Kyle, when you had sent me a text about oh, what's yeah, your I thought on you. <laughs> gratitude list. And I was like, 
I was like, I don't fucking know about that shit. And then uh, I was like, but I, I don't know, man, but my cousin does them, and she's spiritual as fuck. So it's like, and, you know, I think didn't Elaine talked about doing it when yeah, she was on the podcast, does. too. So when two heavy hitters like Amy and Elaine are talking about doing them, it makes me rethink my ideas, yeah. right? Because, I'm again, I'm super black and white, and we talked about this, and, and like, I, I like the um, clear-cut directions, you know, part of the thing, and I'm just like... You know, do this, uh, pro- problems this, apply this, get this. It's totally. just like that, 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 and that. And if it doesn't say, and if it's anything outside of that, then it's Wrong. all, yeah, exactly, Wrong. yeah. And, like, a lot of that for me is just fear-driven, fear of, um, you know, failure, fear of, you know, um, before, I guess, it was the fear of ending up back on the outs. Like, I need to make sure I do this right because I don't sure. want to end up back there. Yeah. And then when I ended up back there, I was like, oh, <laughs> fuck, <laughs> you know, like, I don't know. I guess if that happens again, it happens again. And there's, you know, it's, I don't know, that fear of having to be back out there again is gone now since I've been back out there, if that makes sense. And so, but so then, yeah. So when people like that are talking about doing those things, then I have, then I have to, you know, pause at least and consider that Mm -hmm. that might be something of value and people that I love and respect are doing those things. Totally. Yeah, I think the best piece of advice my sponsor gave to me right when we started working was he was like, you need to start reading outside literature. Because <laughs> it was like I was so consumed in this and this and yeah. this and like lost the spirituality of it, you know, and totally. and, and like this, the spirit of it. And that was huge. And like I do stuff that's not in our approved yeah. literature today that has been huge for me. And so it's like, I don't know, I used to pride myself on being like this dude that does everything in there perfectly. And now I'm just like, fucking, I just do what works and I try new stuff all the time. Well, and that's what it says. It's Mm -hmm. like we, um, like, like even like BC, um, BC, um, I don't know. Like, see, be like, quick to yes, see where, uh, like, uh, other, like, religions are, right. right, and then, like, to look yeah. at other literature and yeah. stuff, yeah, and so that was, and that was my question, I was like, well, where do I see that in the book, and totally. he was like, right here, now go do it, you Well, know? and I think that our book that we just so, uh, that we use is, like, this instruction manual, like, it is totally an instruction manual, I have an instruction manual for my Alexa, but I'm not carrying that thing around, right, just, like, hold on. Shut off. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not um, like carrying it around to be like, well, Alexa says. Right. Like, do you know? Um, it's just, it's meant to be like this outline. Mm-hmm. So I think that where I've gotten huh. hung up in the past is like, I, I hold it to be like, this is it. Like everything is true. Page 52. Yeah. <laughs> um, or people who like, I even, would even go as far as like people who misquoted our literature. I would be like, you're wrong. That's not what it says. Yeah. Hey, it actually like, says this. Well, at <laughs> least they read it. You fucker. Like I say that to myself. I'm just like, come on. Like mm-hmm. when is, cause I feel like it just, the more I'm like that, the more I'm put into like this little box. And yeah. Like if God is everything, then, like, how am I to say, like, what you're doing, what they're doing, what he's doing? Like, right. We're all trying to get to the same spot. Exactly. That's awesome. I was going to ask you about if you, like, um, I don't think Game of Thrones counts as outside spiritual growth. I think it does. I, I, maybe. <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. It's been really fucking up our home group, though, because. Well, it's over now. Yeah. And now Bran is king. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Sucky. I've never watched one episode, and now I never will. Thanks, Vanessa. You son of a bitch. 
Okay. It's been fucking up your home group. How? Oh, just I was just gonna because no one's going. Yeah. I didn't go the last two yeah, weeks. Yeah, attendance has been down because it happens to coincide and people can't wait you're an watching hour. It? Yeah, I finished Good it. And then he was he was like, hey, uh, or I was like, I'm not going to make it to the meeting tonight. And he's like, why? And I was like, dude, it's the Game of Thrones finale. Our group treasurer, who you know, is also missed. She's, she's, she's... A fiend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. so, but I was going to ask you, like, if there's anything, cause we talked to, when we had Ken on, we asked him about like what kind of shit that he reads. Cause since the cool thing about this podcast is it's not affiliation, we get to talk about outside shit and stuff like that. Is there anything like that you'd read on the regular or that, is there anything that's helped you out? Like in, in that outside literature that you send to do or practice or read or anything like that? Like, um, so I'm, um, I have sitting by my bed. Um, I don't want to say I'm reading it cause I read it occasionally. Okay. Okay. Um, I sit like a Buddha, um, which it just talks about meditation. Okay. And what the author suggests is that um, rather than meditating with my eyes closed, I should meditate with my eyes open. If mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be being mindful, why would it be going around being mindful with my eyes closed? Okay. Which makes a lot of sense to me. Um, Scott Lee's Spirituality for the Religiously Challenged um, okay. was actually, it's an actually an excellent book. Um, and then I just got a book recently for a graduation gift, which was, um, what God would say if he was giving my graduation speech oh. is what it's called. That's yeah. cool. And so it's kind of like, um, it has like Bible verses in it. So if you have qualms with the Bible, I wouldn't, uh-huh. um, but it has a lot of Matthew in it and we dig Matthew. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. um, yeah, it's just a, like really trusting in God because that's where I'm at. Um, it's like I'm moving. Soon I'll be moving to Colorado Springs. Oh wow! Where their twelve-step stuff is a lot—I've heard—is a lot different, a lot different mm. um, than Denver. And so, while I'm terrified about that, I think that um, I feel like it's going to be a new opportunity to grow. And I really feel like, intuitively, that there's something that I'm supposed to do in Colorado Springs. I just don't know what it is. Like something is going to happen there and i'm i'm not exactly sure what that is going to look like but like that's where i'm supposed to be that's cool yeah that's and what's driving you there that intuitive thought that intuitive thought and then i'm going to the university of colorado oh wow cool yeah that's awesome yeah that i think that's some of the hardest stuff to do is to trust that intuitive dude especially when it's like oh i should go here for dinner (laughs) okay yeah it's like hey uproot your life and move another hour away kind of and it's like um like God, so I've been asking God, like, okay, I just need you to show me some direction. Mm-hmm. I asked up this guy a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, all right, if this is what it's supposed to be, nope, it wasn't supposed to be that. And so, <laughs> <laughs> wait, did you say you what? what? I totally asked out one of my professors. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might pay for it in all sorts of absurd yeah. actions. And I was like, oh, awesome. okay, like if this is. But, like, that's really, like, God's deal, right? Mm. God's deal. I don't know if you're supposed to ask a professor, but he was hot. So I was like, meh. <laughs> and he was smart, too. And he had a beard. Yeah. Did he have open-toe shoes? No open-toe shoes nor neck tats. <laughs> okay. And he looked clean. Okay. So like, three of the five boxes were <laughs> so Yeah, checked. not really your type. <laughs> <laughs> was he on parole or? No, he was the professor. He was <laughs> smart. That's awesome. <laughs> Anywho, uh, um... So, yeah, just, like, asking for that intuitive thought. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, and not only asking for an intuitive thought, but, like, for me, like, asking for the grace to accept mm-hmm. what God has laid out before me. Because, yeah. like, I don't. Like, I'm the type of person that I'm like, all right, 
like I pray and I meditate like whatever you want for me today and then I walk out the door and something happens and I'm like are you fucking kidding right. <laughs> like, this is what you wanted for me today yeah. Um, yeah just asking for that like just give me the, the willingness to accept whatever it is that you choose for me wow that's yeah. good yeah because I, I talked to one of my sponsees uh, who was on our podcast and I tell him pretty regularly uh, to to ask for the intuitive and then the courage to follow through with sure. it too because yeah. that's I ask a lot and then I'm like yeah but I don't, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna waver on that one <laughs> yeah and it's like uh, no I need to be able to follow through on it otherwise I, it, I'm just in my head still yeah. so yeah that's that's killer I'm gonna incorporate that yeah just um, I don't know I feel like um, Meetings are usually the first thing that go for me in my life. So mm-hmm. um, that's what my life has been lacking. It's just like a lack of participation. I, I'm really good at being really heavy into service and nothing else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so typically when I get busy, like meeting participation psh, goes out the window. And I really feel like if I'm a member of a home group and I have a pertinent position at that home group, like secretary or treasurer or like whatever, like I need to show up. Right. And it, like I haven't been. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... I went to three meetings this week. Like that's huge. I can't. T- I can't tell you the last. That's time like a month's <laughs> worth, dude. Um, <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you though. Like I just feel a lot lighter. Yeah. Like I'm not. It's not like so like edgy. Mm, do you know what I mean? I do. Um, because like I got to be with my people. Yeah. That's awesome. You're still uh, far, far, and I mean, I mean, I think everybody knows this, but you're still far spiritually advanced from me. Uh, well, I don't know if you can, that. if you can go to three meetings and uh, in one week and feel lighter, <laughs> I'm yeah. still, I've I've let go of some old ideas and some things and some others I have I have yet to. And I think that, <laughs> but that I think that I don't know, like it's just like, um, like I don't know, like it's just humbling myself. Like I don't mm-hmm. know what you should. So when we were talking the other night, and I was like, dude, if that works for you, like honestly, if that uh, works, uh, like you do it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. This is what I do. This is what I've done. I've totally done the one meeting a week or no meetings a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I had a really bad week last Friday or la- la- bad day last Friday, like which was a really bad week. I called a coworker a moron. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and then went back to her and was like, you know, I was just joking. I really wasn't joking. Yeah. Like I wasn't joking. <laughs> right. So it was just like, Vanessa, like, come on. So like the typically when I'm having problem and per- problems in personal relationships, like that's a huge red flag. Mm. Like, what are you not doing? It tends to manifest in, at, at my place of employment as well. Mm. Um, Kyle's heard numerous 10 steps. And uh, I, I think I, we even had this conversation a little bit last night. It, it ends up on a lot of inventories. It ends up in uh, outside in trauma therapy. And it ends up in, like, usually the only place I have to fucking make amends as part of a 10th step, like where I've actually gone and done some serious harm is at work, too. And yeah. I have to. I've two of my three immediate supervisors. I've had to Dude, yeah. <laughs> apologize yeah. as part of a ten step. But I'm like, this shit doesn't happen in my outside world. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it happens at work all the time. It's I'm a different person. Yeah, and I think that that's for me. I'm just like I can't. Like I am. I'm a completely different person when I'm not at work. Mm. Uh, and like I, I'm getting to the point like where that's unacceptable to me. Yeah. Like if that's not that's one that's not who I am. 
too, that's not how I want to carry myself. Like, that is completely unacceptable. So I have two choices, right? Like, I can either do something differently or I can leave that job because nobody's forcing me to stay there. Like, I've had numerous 10 steps with my sponsor about it. Like, Vanessa, nobody is forced. Like, you don't have to be there. You don't have to work there. Like, you have a choice. And so I'm making that choice to, like, leave. Mm -hmm. That's courage right there because I'm, like, I'm faced with that same thing again. And, like, if I talk to Amy, we both know. Vanessa and I both know Amy. And if I talk Mm -hmm. to Amy about work, she's like, oh, work 10 step, huh? You should talk to Vanessa. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny because I tell anyone that calls me for work 10 steps, hey, you should call Mark. (laughs) (laughs) Oh uh, yeah. So, yeah. but, um, like that you're like, 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 I don't know for, I don't know for, for somebody like me that's lived in fear my whole life and like spent that time questioning and that just was like, uh, Oh gosh, dang it. You know, like what got me to this point was taking a leap of faith, right? How yeah. I got well this time was like hitting my knees, asking, doing the same thing we were talking about just a second ago. We're like, all right, God, tell me what to do and I'll do it. And then not doing it, but then doing it, right? At first being like, what? That doesn't make any sense, though. And then being, okay, okay, I'll do it, I'll do it, or whatever. But then to, like, you know, completely uproot yourself and, and you know, you've been at this career for a while now, and then to just, you know, go do that and finally take some action around that is just a, I don't know, that's just an act of courage to me. And and I guess maybe people in the regular world just do that all the time, or or maybe they don't. I don't know what people do, but I just know that I live in fear, and a decision like that, like leaving the comfort and the normality of my everyday life to go start over is just something that just seems like, uh, you know, almost impossible. A bit. Yeah. It's scary if I stay there for too long. Yeah. Because I don't have a job. I don't even have a place to live. I'm going to live with my little brother. I'm sure that'll go well. Um, I lived with him before, <laughs> and so he's a good one. And um, he's trying to like get his stuff together. Oh, okay. Um, cool. Because much like the rest of us, like being um, 27 years old and not having any life skills can be a problem. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, like I think it's just going to be. I'm super stressed about finances. Finances have always been like, it was a thing when I was little. It was always a thing when I was little, like with my parents and like, we're just never going to have enough of it. And it's like manifested itself into my life today. Like I'm the treasurer of my home group and it freaks me out and I don't, it's been like the worst, (laughs) but I've done it. Um, But just like the, like we're never going to have enough. I'm never going to have enough, but Mm -hmm. um, I've always had enough. Like my experience has shown like I've always had enough. Even when I first moved here, which sucked. (laughs) Oh my God. And I would like plot out like, okay. If I could just get back to Cheyenne, I could live in Aaron's basement. Like, I'm sure he would just let me stay there for a while. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, and I would try to, like, I plot. I had a p- serious plan. Um, but, like, God took care of it mm-hmm. and provided me more opportunities here than I could have ever received where I was living. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, I don't know what it's going to look like, but I'm just going to do it. That's so cool. Yeah, it is. It's weird. Financial insecurity is crippling. Uh, <clears throat> I lived a lot of my life Dude. in it in such a, and then a lot of it, wa- I mean, all of it was pretty much self-created, but then coming out of it at the other side, I still deal with the fear of financial insecurity, yeah. even though that's not the truth anymore. Like yeah. it's one of those old ideas where it's like, yeah. oh God, my life, you know, I can't do that. Like I joke, yeah. I bought a $150 jacket and it took me like a week bec- and Megan was finally like, dude, just do it. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, And it was like, I stew over that yeah. kind of, you know, and it's yeah. like, it still has a bit of a thro- hold on me. So I know. I experienced that with, um, so I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but even like Google Play, like renting a movie for $4.99. <laughs> yeah. 
Like, I'm just like, I sit there in front of it and I'm like, mm, I'm getting a little dicey with my spending. <laughs> like, you need to tone it back or just, yeah, yeah, like just, and it can go from like simple things like that. It's mm-hmm. just like, yeah. and like I've cleaned up a lot of wreckage of my financial stuff mm-hmm. um, because before I moved into this apartment, um, like my bank account was garnished the mm-hmm. Friday I was supposed to move because like I would just like put stuff on credit or I would just not like have doctor bills and just not pay them. Yeah. I couldn't pay them mm-hmm. um, because I was busy doing other things. And <laughs> this so, is before you got, this was, this, this was, was all the wreckage of your past. The Friday before I was supposed to move okay. to this place. And not only that, but um, my bank, because I was poor, my bank account was connected to my mother's cause she would slide me cash money. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, they garnished her bank account as well. Oh. So it was like a double whammy. Mm. Um, on a payday, no less, mm-hmm. is when that happened. So, like, that was part of... So, finances have always been, like, <laughs> yeah, a huge part of my story. That's so cool that you're you're going to move and, like, just do the thing. That's what Aaron and I keep talking about, like, just being doers and not thinkers anymore. Yeah. And, like, oh, I could sit here and think forever about, is Colorado Springs the right place? Right. And just spend your eternity in there yeah. or, like, just fucking do it you well, know and, like some, sometimes i'm just like okay god like this is what i'm going this is my plan and i've talked to people about this plan and this is what i'm going to do i'm going to work to get there and if you don't want me to do that then i need you to show me that you don't want me to do mm-hmm. that um and so because for me like sometimes i don't get an immediate answer and i was told by somebody that um like all i have to do is make a decision right mm-hmm. And usually if that's not God's will, like something will happen in the midst of that decision. Mm-hmm. Um, or like the fault here, or like asking the dude out, like, do you know what I mean? I do. Like, it's a leap of faith. Like it didn't work out mm-hmm. and I didn't die. Yeah. It was sad, but it's fine. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and so, um, so like, that's what I've been doing. So I've been planning to like go to Colorado Springs. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do for a job. Mm. I have money saved and I'm trying to save money the best I can. Um, I'm planning on moving August 3rd and that's what I know. Like I, I have to resign my lease cause it's up in June. So I get to tell my landlord that like now I go to a month to month lease until August. Wow. That's and cool. So that's just, I don't know if that makes sense, but like, that's what my life looks like today. It's like this weirdness of uncertainty. Yeah. I, uh, the, my, my sponsor talks about like the, uh, he tells me a lot, like the illusion of control, oh. where it's like, oh yeah, I've got this job and this life and stuff, so it gives me this illusion that like I'm I'm in control and I'm doing okay and everything. And then like when that kind of gets changed, it's for me. It, I look I choose to look at it as like spiritual growth as opposed to like mm-hmm. a negative and oh I'm gonna be fucked. Where I used to spend my whole life that way. Yeah. Now it's just like oh yeah, like I don't have control. I never did. These things just give me the illusion that I have it. Totally. But like, totally. I'm gonna just keep doing what I'm like. Just follow through and yeah. d- take action. That's, I'm, that's awesome. Yeah. Just keep doing the thing. Um, you're, you're talking about not being an extravagant spender, <laughs> um, but I just can't help. I keep getting sidetracked every time I stare at the front at this gaming unit that you have. It's <laughs> <a> Sega, dude. <laughs> no, that's, that's not a Sega. Nintendo. Oh, yeah. It's that's a Super Nintendo. Nintendo. That's that, the original. You got uh, Mario in there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they haven't made that thing in like 25 years, right? Totally. That's yeah, so awesome. that's like the original. We got that December of 1991. 
Oh my god. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. I remember we were sitting in our living room. Do you still play that? I mean, it's sitting yeah. out. <laughs> like yeah. it's play, been um, played. We just had Nightwatch at my house, and we, that's what we were playing. But the controller keeps going out, so I had to get a new controller. Mm. Hey, what's Nightwatch? Because um, his sponsor, well, you know his sponsor. He got sober down here. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, th- th- his home group that he got sober in, they used to do, they used to do, like, like all their all their twelve, they used to be all, all across the night watch list, I guess. But yeah. like, so for people that don't know what night watch is, what what's night watch? So night watch is when um, there's different times. They do usually four hour um, intervals. However, uh, so it's when um, a group in the Denver metro area takes the phone calls for central office. Okay. And it's usually like people trying to find meetings. That's cool. Yeah. Or and uh, like or people who need help. Mm-hmm. And so, um, for my home group, we take him, we go to somebody's house, um, and hang out there and answer phones and have fellowship and stuff. That's cool. Yeah. So it could be like a four hour window in the middle of the night kind of thing, like midnight to four in the morning. Yeah. And for that, um, that gentleman's home group, um, I've done night watch for them. You have? I have. And it was from like 11 to 5 Mm AM. Yeah. So it's like in the middle of the night. What's it like? Cause I have a limited because I'm fucking from Shaitucky. I yeah. have limited. What's it like? Because I'm on the the hotline up at there, yeah. and you know I get a couple of calls a week, maybe. What's is it? Is it pretty active? No, no. I would no, I would you, think in a big ass city yeah. you would be. You get a lot of people looking for meetings. Mm. Um, the, so I got the a few weeks ago. We got one guy who needed some help, mm-hmm. so we took that. But, yeah, the one out of, like, the seven calls I got, one was for um, another program, um, mm. and then people looking for meetings. Wow. So. so you don't get to go on actually 12-step calls? No. So what we do is um, be, just say Kyle were to call in. He's looking for some help. Um, he's from Wheat Ridge, so we have a map with different districts and then a phone list for said district. Oh, cool. So I would call Aaron because Aaron's in the Wheat Ridge area. So I would say like, Hey Kyle, let me have your number. I'm going to get a hold of this guy and I'm going to have him call you. And then you link him up. So That's we're just cool. like that conduit that helps people find where they need to go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I'd call Kyle and say, what's your problem, buddy? You uh, think you're better than me? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Kyle's got this thing. We've got this running thing where I, Kyle I don't thinks think he's it's better real. than me. Aaron has this fancied thing in his head <laughs> where he thinks I think I'm better than him. Clearly. We did a four-step exploration where we just talked about writing inventory on a podcast last week, and we used Aaron's resentment is... I think I'm better than him. <laughs> Hypothetical. It's starting to come out. I think it might be true. <laughs> We're going to get straight with this shit on the way home. <laughs> yeah, we got two hours for you to work it out. <laughs> but, uh, what else? Anything? Uh, what's it like with the with the big conference that you're putting on? You're around some heavy hitters and you know what i mean what's that like because like spiritual giants for me i uh i have this like inferiority thing where i'm just like oh my god these people are so much better than me all the time Uh, so what's it like being around people that are like big big heavy hitters in the 12-step organization world like what is um, is it normal i just really want to look good yeah and i was having a conversation with ryan um because we had the mess up um, oh, yeah. on some merch and um, <laughs> like I was coming I was just like <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> like 
and the first thing that goes to my mind is like, what are people going to think of me? Mm. Um, so that's that's what I think. Mm. Um, not only that, but like my biggest concern is that when I get in front of large groups of people and I have to read, like I mess up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because my eyes go faster than my like than my mouth does, and so like that's my biggest concern. Mm. Um, and then people staring at me because there are like bright lights up there. Yeah. Um, and so, like, there are a lot of people at this conference that have been there since its inception. Right. Ah. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I feel like I was entrusted to do something, and I've done it to the best of my ability. Mm. And Absolutely. That's, like, that's all I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a wonderful, and I have a wonderful committee who have done things to the best of their committee or ability, and um, like, it's going to be what it's going to be. Like, if God is the ultimate authority then like at least i'm saying this right now it probably won't be like (laughs) the day of the conference or saturday night like it's probably won't be like that at all um but like it's just like i've done my best Mm. are you concerned at all about your friends from wyoming coming to the conference and bothering you while you're trying to do conference related duties and just moderately yeah that's there's a strong possibility of that happening. we're all rolling down yeah Yeah. we've got a big ass airbnb i know i'm sad i'm not staying with you guys but I would be sad too. Yeah, there's like what is it? Seven of us? Seventeen? No. Wow. <laughs> there's like there's like eight of us. It's like um, it's gonna be good. some some folks we've had on the podcast: Amy, Ryan, Megan, Megan, and then some of their siblings. Oh, good. And us. And us too. Oh, yeah. holla. And these and these two guys <laughs> in front Don't of you. Don't forget your tank top. Yeah, yeah. You oh. should wear that every day. I'll bring four days worth of tank tops for the conference. <laughs> I believe it. Saturday night speaker. I believe this is a good time for a tank top. The tank top. I uh, no. I'm excited. I'm I'm excited for it to be over. I'm excited. For it to be <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to be done. Just, um, yeah. Yeah, I bet. It's gonna be good though. I think. Our mutual friend had um, reached out to me and he was like, "Oh man, I saw Vanessa's. You know, the chairperson for the conference, and I bet she's stoked about that." And I was like, "Are you fucking crazy? I bet she's not." <laughs> I bet. No. She's terrified. Is he going to go? I don't know. You haven't asked him? Uh-huh. I'll the girl ask him. called and was like, so, and I thought she was calling him because I was workshop chair last year, so I thought she was calling about some workshop stuff. And um, I was like, oh, I just was calling back, see what she wants. She's like, yeah. I was just wondering if you wanted to be, be 2019 chair. And I was like, <laughs> it was like a 30-second <laughs> pause. And then I was like, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> why would you do that? Yeah. How many years have you served on that conference, though? Four. Like four. Four. Four years prior to this. This is your fifth? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You did the registration one year, and I'm just saying, like, anybody that's done registration can probably do anything, because that looks like the worst job at the conference. You sit that Dude, fucking table so the whole though. time. Really? Yeah. So I'm like a like I'm like a creature of habit, so um, it's actually quite nice that I've got to do other things, otherwise I'd be hanging out with you guys <laughs> for, like, the whole conference, because yeah. that's just how I roll. Right. Yeah. Um, but it forced me to get out and to... To actually, like, I met every single person at that conference. Wow. Yeah. That's so, sounds awful. And I had to, like... I'm <laughs> 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 <No, laughs> just kidding. Kyle just started sweating immensely yeah. at meeting <laughs> people. Oh what? Yeah. I have like, social oh, anxiety man. a lot, so... Yeah. yeah. No, and I get it. Uh, That's awesome. But even being, like, workshop chair, like, I had to go and, like, hey, I'm Vanessa. <laughs> yeah. Which I've always been envious. Like, I have a home group member that, like, he will go up to groups of tables of people he doesn't know mm-hmm. and um, introduce himself. Mm. Wow. I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hardcore. That's wild. Well, uh, I'm I'm excited. And I just I just messaged our mutual friend to see if he's gonna go. That's like when um <clears throat> when uh 
Uh, I don't know what the fuck I was going to say just now. Damn it. Cool story. Uh, (laughs) Thanks. I don't know what. I honestly have no idea. It popped out of my head entirely. All right. Well, I don't think, I don't know. I don't have any more questions. It's good to see you, though. Yeah, it's good to see you guys, too. Yeah, that's awesome. You You talked about, um, um, you know, just hanging out with us the whole weekend if you weren't having service commitments, and it just uh, reminded me of the last time you were up in Cheyenne. It was over Easter weekend, and we were over at our other friend's house, our treasure, your friend, and we just laughed like idiots for about three hours. Mm -hmm. It was a good time. I like it. That's awesome. I just wanted to say thank you. Um, I think... 12-step stuff is as some of its parts and to have people that are enthralled in the service world and to participate in it willingly and actively and doing doing all of that is awesome because if it was just a bunch of me and Aaron's we there wouldn't be a service structure nope. <laughs> we would be we'd be screwed so thank just you for, for one meeting yeah exactly so thank you for doing that and uh, uh, thanks for having us down here to yeah, do the podcast and being on it it's awesome great. Just before I, like, speaking of that, my first assembly I ever went to, I went to with Vanessa, and uh, I don't they're they're in small towns in Wyoming, and I was like, I don't know what the fuck is happening here, but this is the most insane thing I've ever been a part of. It was just a bunch of people arguing in circles for all day, and I'm like, who in the fuck can do this or will do this and then by like the fourth or fifth one i was pretty acclimated to it and i was like oh okay yeah Ooh, that's a good point buster (laughs) oh man that's a good point when he said it 37 minutes ago (laughs) (laughs) yeah i would not be there i love it awesome thanks vanessa yeah thank you oh aaron plug our shit before i press stop we have an email we got another email we did get an email andrea what's up um so (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. It started off bad and it (laughs) (laughs) just it's recovered AF podcast at gmail.com. And then if if you know people that are looking for our podcast, it's on iTunes and Stitcher and um, Google Play Music and Spotify and every other place except for it's not on YouTube. No, it's not. Wait, never mind. (laughs) Shut it down. (laughs) All right.